Hi everyone, this is Neil Thompson from the Inside Oz podcast. As you know, the guys are raising money for Sheffield Children's Hospital, and you can donate online through their Just Giving page. If you donate, you can unlock huge bonus episodes from the guys, as well as other perks. Head on over to www.justgiving.com forward slash royalgrumble to donate whatever you can. There isn't a set amount to donate, it's completely up to you, and you can also see all the information regarding the bonus content. All donations go directly to Sheffield Children's Hospital. It's a great cause, so give whatever you can. Thank you. Let's get ready to grumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the Royal Grumble. I'm your host, Graham, and it's a very special episode today. Well, it's not really, but, you know, we're talking about special episodes of Raw, aren't we? Joining me to talk about these things is Daryl. Hi. And Dan. Hi. So, let's talk about some special episodes of Raw, because we had Raw Reunion this past Monday. So, let's... And it was pretty special. It was was fine. It was actually all right, which, frankly, I didn't think it was going to be. So, it was all right. Should we talk about the bad one recently? <laughs> Let's go about Raw 25, because I cannot bring this up enough. Can we just play the podcast that we did? Uh, no. Okay. But we can talk about our favourite bit of Raw 25. The fans in the Manhattan Centre. The fans in the Manhattan Centre. Yes, you've absolutely nailed it. Including uh, inclu- <laughs> including Noel Foley's longtime clown boyfriend, Frank McLeod. We didn't talk about that on the show. Yeah, talk about that now, Daryl, please. So You are our Noel Foley correspondent, because... I think you follow her on Twitter and Instagram and strictly from a distance of a hundred yeah. yards. All, all I'm saying is, I don't follow her on any social media, so I don't get in trouble. But yeah. I search her regularly. Um, <laughs> uh, she's uh, her longtime clown boyfriend is um, is having has challenged Mick Foley to a wrestling match, and Mick Foley has accepted at some indie show somewhere, and they're advertising him as longtime clown boyfriend, which is amazing. Yeah. Like those three, those three constituent parts are important. Long term, for a start, is quite. I mean, that's actually true, isn't it? Like yeah. how, how, holy Foley was like how many years ago well, now? D- d- long enough ago that that should have like <sighs> long been finished. Let's be honest. You know, should have been long gone. But who knows? Who knows? He must be right. Let's be honest. Let's just say it. Say what we're all thinking. Frank the Clown must be very good at sexual intercourse and have a large penis. See, I was thinking more along the lines of he must secretly be actually a really good dude. Uh, uh, no, I, I've got something else, but, it, but what if she's got issues? What do you mean? Well, like, like she's that like, she's got a clown fetish. No, I mean, I mean like daddy she, issues. Well, yeah, I mean you're gonna yeah, have daddy issues if Mick follows your daddy. Because like, daddy, why don't you want to pay for anything? Yeah, he's notorious. Daddy, my clothes stingy. are your clothes. <laughs> All I wear is flannel. Why is it Christmas every day, Dad? Daddy. <laughs> You're not Santa Claus, Daddy. Ho, ho, ho. I think you're fine. No, Daddy. She might it's just April a... the 19th. <laughs> Stop it. She might just have a clown thing. I've got a mate who's got a clown thing. What? He's, in, he's into girls who dress as clowns and that. Right. Like, Can generally... we get him on the show and like ask him to interview Noel <laughs> I ain't Foley. seen him in a while. Well, ask him. Yeah. I, I've still got him in a group chat. I might ask. Is the group chat him, you, Frank the Clown, and Noel Foley? No, no. Oh. But it's just from Mick a conversation blocked, one time after a show, and he was he started listing all the like women in wrestling we found attractive, and all of them had like clown or Harley Quinn gimmicks, 
which Harley Quinn is pretty much a clown. How many, and I realise Harley Quinn's like an overdone thing, but how many women, Alexa Bliss did it, how many women it was have... doink, dink, donk, dank. Uh, Casey Owens had a style Stank. of that, and uh, Jokey, who was in ICW, um, I can't remember who else Bink, mink, tink. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup, mate, unless everybody else wasn't in the Harley Quinn gimmick, and they were. Well, Leah Owens, uh, Casey Owens has got a twin, so that'll make it even more difficult. Unless one of them does the Harley Quinn and one doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, then I'd easily pick them out of a lineup. So anyway, <laughs> since we've slightly wrong, basically all the normal front row people bought bought tickets for the Manhattan Center and got to see a two-minute Matt Hardy against Bray Wyatt match. Got to see the Click uh, and the uh, Bullet Club do the, the two... Balor Club. Sorry, the Balor Club it was at the yeah. time, wasn't it? Because they chucked Gallows and Anderson with Balor at that point. <laughs> yeah. Rather than chucking him back with AJ because they're, they're, basically, they're basically ping-pong balls at this point. And actually, incidentally, they look like ping pong balls. So that works. And they got to see Miz drive across from the Barclays Center to go, ah, what title, look at me, I'm the Miz, bye. And Undertaker cut promo about nothing. Yeah. Literally uh, and about nothing. For the other two hours and 35 minutes of Raw, yeah. they got to watch it on a screen. Watch it on a screen. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> like, Jerry, Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross were both there for no obvious reason because they didn't even commentate. Men? Yeah, it was. Oh, and the ticket terrible. prices were extortionate. That's what makes that's what makes it delicious. Let's be honest, because these people clearly have a. I mean, I am going to say too much money, because if you have enough money to make your own custom WWE shoot, suit all the time, you've probably got too much money. Yeah, we were in the same hotel as that guy, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. He was always wearing the title belt. Yeah. Probably had different ones, frankly. Yeah. yeah. Disappointing, but the point is that they got ripped off. Uh, had to go there, got really upset about it, whilst all the normal people got to enjoy a normal show for a bit. So that were good. Oh, and Stone Cold wasn't even there. He was at the other one. <laughs> Unlucky. Yep. Do you know what Stone Cold was at? Go on. Raw Homecoming. What did he do? I want to talk about Raw Homecoming. Right. Go on, then. So Stone Cold... Right, let's... I'm going to go through a few fits of Raw Homecoming. Raw Homecoming, for the uninitiated, was there when WWE returned to the USA Network. They put on a special show, three hours. They had a whole promotion thing about their moving and they had Vince McMahon um getting all these wrestlers and then they dragged a uh, they dragged a ring along uh with the truck. It was quite a good promo. And Raw Homecoming featured things such as a thirty minute Iron Man match between Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. Uh it featured Mick Foley on Piper's Pit. It featured uh Triple H's return. Uh one of the ones basically was the return where uh, Rick Flair had been getting picked on by Carlito and Chris Masters. Which is a real sentence that I just said out loud. Intercontinental champion. Was that around the same time Ric Flair cut that weird promo on Carlito backstage? No, no, that was afterwards. But it wasn't a million miles away, but it was afterwards. No, uh, basically Triple H came back to help him. And that was when Triple H pagged him and chucked him all around the arena. Triple H had that Seth from uh, Emmerdale moustache and he looked fat. (laughs) That were a thing. Uh, But yeah, um, Stone Cold was there. Stone Cold was on uh, on that Raw. It was the one where Stone Cold stunned every McMahon. Do you remember? Yeah. Basically, Stone Cold and Vince went at it for a bit, and then he stunned, he stunned Vince, and then Shane was like, "Yeah, you stunned Vince way," and then he stunned Shane. So then uh, Stephanie come out and stunned Stephanie, and then Linda come out and he stunned Linda, and Linda took the Donald Trump stunner stunner because she couldn't she couldn't really do it very well. Yeah, didn't she like pull her head back so he didn't really do it? Well, yeah, basically. Yeah. But the joke was supposed to be that he stunned every single man. Uh, then Stone Cold left, genuinely, like in real life, left the show. Would you like to know who else was on the show later on? 
Actual... Uh, was was actual admitted racist Hulk Hogan? Yes, it was actual admitted racist Hulk Hogan. That's exactly who it was, mate. You've absolutely nailed that there. Okay. Do you know what actual admitted racist Hulk Hogan said when he got his time uh, on the mic? Well, when he was talking to Booker T? Or... No, he was talking to... No, no, no okay. never talking to Booker T. No, never that. No, he, he was actually given time in the ring to have an interview with Mean Gene Oakland. And do you know what he said? Mean Gene Oakland said, Oh, Hulk, what's uh, what's next for you? And he said... Stone Cold Steve Austin. Everyone went, way. Stone Cold Steve Austin was in his truck going, mm-hmm. listen to the backstreet boys. Who've gone, mm-hmm. And then he gets home and they go, oh, where are you going to have a match with Hulk Hogan? He goes, no. No, no, why would you think that? Because Hulk Hogan said on telly, I left, mate. <laughs> I want him in there. So what are you going to do about it? That was the thing that happened. Anyway, uh, do you want to know what else happened on Raw, uh, Raw Homecoming? Go on. There was a Money in the Bank ladder... No, was that a ladder match? Yeah, it was. Money in the Bank ladder match for Edge's Money in the Bank ladder briefcase. It was also a Loser Leaves Raw match. Oh, is it the Matt Hardy thing? Matt Hardy and Edge, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember that. Remember? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that affect you in any way? No. No, good. No, that one didn't. No, good. No, you I met Matt Hardy, haven't you? I, I, I've interviewed Matt Hardy as a, yeah, as a journalist. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You can find it on our, uh, you find yeah. it on our and, and feed, that, can't and you? I, and I said the words to him, a cruel twist of fate. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. Good. Was particularly. Did you look at your weird until you then pointed out that you didn't owe him well, money? I mean, the the thing. I mean, the <laughs> the thing that I fr- the question I phrased was in a cruel twist of fate. You're back. You're back on the pre-show. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you particularly liked. <laughs> no, he probably wasn't hugely keen on that. But sorry, because he went for it. went for tea with with his brother and Hurricane Hell. Oh yeah. So we watched um, Table for Three last week, hmm. um, and it was Matt Hardy, uh, Hurricane Helms and Jeff Hardy, hmm. and uh, Matt Hardy's wearing the exact suit he wore when I interviewed him. So I imagine that they were recorded at WrestleMania weekend. And yeah. in, in my head, he, he did my interview and he got so inspired by it that he had to then go and have some dinner. <laughs> That's real. That's scientific proof, yeah. isn't it? That's factual. The, I, and also in my head, they cut the bit out where he said to Jeff Hardy and Hurricane Helms, I met Daryl earlier and they were all right. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think they did cut that out because frankly, we know that you're blacklisted from the network. I'm what listed? You are banned from the network. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're Hogan listed. Hogan listed from the network <laughs> after some of your comments that, that re- legally we can't repeat because we don't want to upset anyone. Uh, the, the, do you want to know, John Cena is the WWE champion at this point. Do you know who challenged him for the WWE championship? Uh, I don't, but I'm going to guess, uh, what year was it? Uh, 2005. Randy Orton. Ooh, close, no. Okay. Chris Jericho. Uh, closer, but still no. I'll give you a clue. Uh, JBL. He was... Um, no, uh, he was a former WCW wrestler. David Arquette. Big and, show. And authority figure. That's right, it was Eric, Eric Bischoff <laughs> against <laughs> against John was Cena. Randy Orton close? <laughs> <laughs> in what way? It wasn't. It has words in its name. Oh, yeah, good point. Same thing. Um, Same thing. It's close. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I'll tell you how it's close. <laughs> uh, they've both kissed Stephanie McMahon. There you go. Nailed it. I was going to make a joke about Cody Wyoming and uh, Randy Orton's... Uh, gopher but I don't uh, don't make that joke okay don't make it now uh it also kicked off the brilliant angle of more raw against smackdown fighting because it was near like survivor series did they have t-shirts on yeah probably what they did have you know who didn't have t-shirts on do you want to know there was a handicap match here right do you want 
Why might they not have t-shirts on in this handicap match? Because it were women and it were HLA. 100%. Well, not 100%. You're 99.5% correct because it was a handicap three on two bra and panties match. Yes, get in. Tori, Victoria and Candice against Trish and Ashley. I think Tori, Victoria and Candice, weren't they a faction? Weren't they called Vince's Devils? Yeah, they were called like Lezers, weren't they? Well, weren't they called Vince's Devils? Something like that, I don't yeah. think they were called Vince's Lezers. <laughs> Here's the thing I've got to I know that the USA were like, oh, we're glad to have Raw back, but I don't think we really want to call them Vince's Lezers. Yeah, I've never seen Homecoming. What? What? what Spider-Man Homecoming? No, I, I have seen Spider-Man Homecoming. That's actually. all right then. Yeah, it's, it's the second best Spider-Man film. Um, I haven't seen Into the... Uh, whatever yeah. it's called. Into uh, the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Mm. You've not seen Far From Home either, have you? No, I haven't seen so Far From Home either. You're, 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 data, you're not data rich. It's the best one available on Sky Cinema. There you go. <laughs> Apart until from the Spider-Man 2. Until the 9th of August. Oh, is that when Into the Spider-Verse? That's when Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I, I will watch that. will be that. the best one. Yeah, genuinely, it's an absolutely fantastic yeah. film. I loved it. And it's actually criminal that that, is, that made half of what The Amazing Spider-Man 2 made at the box office. Yeah, Amazing it's because it's animated, though, isn't it? It's because it's animated. But that is why. That yeah. is absolutely why. I, but it did win an Oscar. So how many Spider-Man films have done that? Is it? Not is many. it part of the... Um... MCU? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's all the issue for But me. then I suppose you could say it is, but it isn't. Because if you think it's... Well, I don't know but basically, about it. Right, well, the whole premise of it When's it, is, it out? Uh, it was out last no, December. No, on Sky for free. Oh, 9th of August. Oh, don't spoil it, then I'll watch it. All right, mate. Yeah. Good. Uh, do you want to know who won in the match between John Cena and Eric Bischoff? Uh, well, logic would say John Cena, but I'm guessing by the smile on your face it isn't. No, it was John Cena. Okay. Of course it was John Cena. Come on. They, didn't, they never put John Cena through that style of thing like they did everyone else. <laughs> not often. Apart from that time he lost to Kevin Federline. Let's not forget that. Oh, yeah, they, that did happen. This was around, happened to Kevin Federline? Well, that was around this time. I think he just went off to be a decent dad. Didn't I seem to remember. Like, <laughs> yeah, everyone was a, like... You, right. you guys, Phil, I'm going to Google Kevin Federline. I'm pretty confident. I mean, I might be wrong. I mean, him and Brittany were long since done. But... Yeah, yeah, but I seem to remember the thing was like, oh, no, this guy's rinsing Brittany for all the money and, oh, what a bad one, and he's horrible. And then wasn't it just generally proven that he was actually quite a good dad and even though they split up he looked after the kids quite well and his his album was terrible but mm. uh at least he backed up booker t that one time so <laughs> you know what's uh what's yeah, with so that? yeah i've never seen raw homecoming it was during one of the periods i wasn't watching and i've never been back to watch that one even though it's had a separate dvd release and everything well, a few of these have had. I don't think Roll yeah. 25 has. No. Uh, but a few of these have had. Do you know the other one that had a separate DVD release? So we, we call Homecoming quite good, yeah? Do you know what did have a separate DVD release? Raw X. X, because it's cool. Do you know what the X stands for? Extreme. No, it's Roman Rumors. It's 10. Although there was a Raw Extreme, wasn't there? Go on. So He's about to tell us Kevin Fred Lines about His Wikipedia page ends very ominously um, on his... Uh, we're not going to have to no, not no, release no, no, this no, show. No, 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 no. It, 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 no, it's not. It's not a bad thing in terms of like he's done a bad thing. <laughs> it's just bad in terms of like how it ends. So, in November 2011, on a weight loss show in Australia called Excess Baggage, Fedline was hospitalized for what was called heat stress. The filming was taken taking place in November, which is the hottest time of the year in Kimberley region of Northern West Australia. On January 23rd, 2012, he suffered chest pains while filming the show. Oh dear. And that's it. So And that's it. You don't know what happens after that. Tune in next week. Well, this was twenty twelve, mate. So I mean I, I feel like we didn't know he was dead. Like I, I know K Fed was like a bit of a one and done, but I feel like we'd know he if he was dead. Can you imagine being such a like a 
below a Z-list celebrity that your death doesn't even get acknowledged on Wikipedia. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? Well, maybe we'll have to imagine if we find out what happened to Kevin Federline. <laughs> stay tuned for the Federline update. Update the Federline newsline on the Royal Rumble. That's right, Kevin Federline. One match, one win. It's like the David Nugent of wrestling. <laughs> one match, one win versus John Cena, the world champion at the time. Can't go wrong, can you? You know how you can go wrong? Go on. Uh, make Raw 10, which is a awards show. All about just the awards. And then don't book anyone who's won the awards. Well, do you think that they did these awards and contacted the talent beforehand and was like, oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, you've won an award, mate. Do you want to come and collect it? And he went, how much pay me? And they went, oh, no, it's, it's the honour. And then Austin's like, yeah, I'm not a mark for myself, so uh, <laughs> pay me or I'm not coming. Let's start off and just give people a really good, clear idea of what Raw 10 was all about because I think it's very, or Raw 10th anniversary was all about because I think it's very clear from the off what it's going to be like when I tell you the venue that it's held at. Would you like to know where it's held? Uh, Madison Square Garden. Uh, close, and I mean literally in terms of geography. Okay. Amistine Ballroom. No, also close, but not that close. The Manhattan Theatre. No, not the Manhattan Centre. That would have made more sense and there would have been matches. No, it's like the Madison Square Garden Theatre. No, you're right. It's the world in uh, Times Square. (laughs) The WWE New York, WWF New York slash the world restaurant that failed and became a hard rock cafe. Yeah. So do you know much about the world restaurant? Like in terms of how it was laid out, just just out of just out of curiosity, because uh, obviously like the been hard rock recently. Yeah, I've been to the hard rock. Yeah. So you walk in and it's a shop. Yep. And then you go down the stairs and it's a restaurant. So was it like a WWE shop on the top level? That's a good question that I actually don't know the answer to. I wouldn't be surprised. That, really... that was Todd Pettingill's living room. <laughs> I'll tell you what I do know. <laughs> right, I went to New York in I'm gonna say 2003. Yep. Maybe even 2004 though. I went. The building was there. It had closed. Oh. I I knew there was rumours that it was going to close down. I was like insistent. Like we were around the corner from Times Square. I was like, let's go to Times Square. Let's go to Times Square. Let's go and see what's um, what's in Times Square. <laughs> Knowing full well what I wanted to go and see. Like, what? A wrestling thing? Uh, well, pretty much. I straight up got to the doors and they were locked. I was gutted. And obviously they boarded up as well. So I'd I have cried. Inside. I, mate, I think I'd have actually cried. I think we went to what was then the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> actually, after that. Before they moved, before they moved into the previous, yeah, I'd have cried. Then I'd have gone across road to Toys R Us and bought some wrestling figures, which actually was there at the time. Yeah, yeah. we did in fact go across the road to <laughs> Toys R Us. Uh, my mum bought a massive elephant, yeah. elephant, and it's still in the loft now. <laughs> my dad does not like it. <laughs> Diva of the decade. I'm going to go through the awards, and you're going to tell me who won. Here are the nominees. Okay, I, I think I'll be good at this. Honestly, I will put right. Okay, down. here we go. Right, it's, it's an impromptu quiz. Dan versus Daryl. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, right. We'll work together. We'll work together. Okay, well, Dan and Daryl yep. versus me. Yep. Uh, Diva of the Decade. Here are the nominees. Yeah, it's Trish Stratus. Yep. Yeah. Did you read this already? No, I've not read it. Okay, I swear to God, I've not read it. The nominees were Sable, Sonny, Trish Stratus, Lee, and China. And yeah, it was Trish Stratus. For, for the future ones, I'll let him read the things that I didn't realize he was going to read them out. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. Go on. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, Trish Stratus is there, gave a speech, and. She's probably under contract at the time. She's yeah, got... she was. Yeah, she yeah. was there and not on the injured list. So that was something. Uh, good for her. Stacey Keebler was there with Coach, who, as you know, has us blocked on Twitter. <laughs> they also had the top 10 uh, moments on Raw, so like number 10 was This Is Your Life. Shane McMahon's Don't Try This At Home Award. Now, let's not forget Shane McMahon, who is, as we know, the best in the world. He's the best in the world, Dan's yeah. favourite McMahon. 
um, will present this award to one of these following nominees. Okay, here we go. Don't okay. try this at home. Uh, Big Show Choke Slams Undertaker through the ring. Okay. Jeff Hardy in TLC 2002. No specific moment. <laughs> uh, Dudley Boy's powerbombing Mae Young off the stage. Kurt Angle misses a moonsault off the top of the cage against no specific person. I'm going to say Dudley Boy's. I think it's Jeff Hardy. You're both wrong. It's Kurt Angle. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, Team Angle came up onto the stage and held an American flag behind Kurt Angle while he made a speech. Okay. And then the fans were all doing that what thing. It's a bit annoying. What? That, exactly. Yeah, well done. <laughs> uh, montage of terrible gimmicks, but they included Earthquake in it, which is actually quite a good gimmick, so that's not very nice. Moment number when he do the thing where he'd bounce around his opponent before he do the running bonsai drop thing. Moment number nine, Austin crushed Rock's car. Right, here you go. Big Booker T presents the Tell Me I just Didn't Just See That award for most shocking moment. Um, he's having to go at Chris Jericho for no obvious reason. So here's the most shocking moment. Is it uh, Austin drives the Zamboni to the ring? Kane lights things on fire? The Brawl for All? <laughs> Eric Bischoff's debut? Or the Three Faces of Foley? By the way, these were all, I think, fan votes. So Yeah. So I don't think Three Faces of Foley. You've got Austin, and what's the, what's the others? Uh, Eric, I mean, I literally just read them. I, yeah, I'll, no, I'll but... say an outsider thing of the Bischoff. Bischoff debut, Brawl for All, Kane Light Things on Fire. We'll go for Kane. Uh, you're wrong. It was actually the Three Faces of Folly. Mick Folly wasn't there. <laughs> so here's the they first could, one. They didn't even want to pay his They didn't even get Mick Folly at this point. Uh, you never know. He's probably falling out with Yeah, but when, when was it? This, this was 03. Yeah, 2003. Well before TNA. Yeah. It's probably, one, like it's probably d- one of his things where he's like, no, I'm definitely retired this time. Oh, he yeah. might have been on one of those like World Wrestling All-Stars tours or something. Yeah, I don't really know what the deal is. It, literally, it'll be like, oh, oh, I don't want to cross the river unless you pay me this amount of money. Um, let's carry on. Uh, hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, there's like dedications to people that are uh, left. Uh, it was set to tell me a lie, by the way. The, the dedication video was set to tell me a lie, which is a little bit odd. Chris Jericho came out uh for the give me the give me the give me the mic award right uh nominees uh steve austin the rock mr mcmahon mick foley kurt angle degeneration x the rock it's got to be the rock out of them it is the rock yeah, yeah. the rock sends his video regards to say thank you very much <laughs> but i'm not there chris jericho tried to take the award and that was when he was it. doing bad movies <laughs> i know well actually Walking Tall was pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. That would have been about t- 2003, I bet. Yeah, yeah he's, he's still in and out with the company because he has a match at WrestleMania 20 in 2004, doesn't he? Yeah. So. In fact, wasn't 2003 when he... Was that not when he won the title again? 2002 is SummerSlam yeah, when I'm he dropped his that, spot, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you're right, yeah. Moment number eight was Shane McMahon buying WCW. Michael Cole and Taz were chosen to present the Shut Up and Kiss Me Award for Best On-Screen Romantic Couple. Okay. Uh, who's the best on-screen couple? Is it Mark, Henry, and Mae Young? China and Eddie Guerrero? Lita and Matt Hardy? Mr. McMahon and William Regal? I assume that's Mr. McMahon's actual bottom. And Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Okay, so fan vote. Today, the fan vote would definitely be Mark Henry. Maybe it's not a fan vote. Anyway, go on. Okay, well, it would definitely be Mark Henry. So it's Triple H and Stephanie. Yeah, it's Triple H yeah. and Stephanie. Yeah, sorry, I gave that one away a little bit. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> a fan vote. Um Basically, yeah, they're uh, uh, Stefan is sort of 
smacks him on his bum, whatever. Is this one of the through one of the bit times where they're meant to be divorced on air? Uh, yes, I think I it think is. And there's a bit of an awkward interaction between. Yeah, them they're on stage. meant to be divorced, but they're yeah. actually like ragging each other about backstage. Yeah. I mean, not literally at this show. I can't prove that. Steve Austin attacks Vince in the hospital is number seven. Uh, Network Difficulties Award for Most Controversial Romance. Presented by Gene Oakland and Pat Patterson. <laughs> so here we go. Pat Patterson probably have a lot of controversial moments <laughs> off the yeah, air. Was going <laughs> yeah, that'll be, yeah. Uh, nominees are Austin Stuns Santa Claus, Pillman's Got a Gun, Mae Young Gives Birth to a Hand, and Daryl's Actual Favourite, HLA. <laughs> <laughs> so the most controversial it should that. be Pillman's, Pillman's yeah, Got a Gun. But... It'll oh. be May Young. Yeah, it's got to be May Young, surely. It was May Young, yes. Yeah. And she actually was there, so there you go. Yeah. She was there. Didn't come with the hand, I don't it's know. It's because they took a coffin around with her back moment, of the ring truck. Moment number six was DX. <laughs> moment number six. Bearing... You just, you're just, you're just <laughs> trying to bulldoze over I know, that. I know, yeah, I really did. Um, moment number six. <laughs> Moment number six, bearing in mind that like Shane McMahon buying all of WCW with, and the not simulcast with the number eight. Moment number six is DX parodying the nation. <laughs> oh, when X-Pac blacked up. Yeah, when... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just X-Pac. Oh. Lots of them blacked up, so it was fine. Do you want to know who's presented Superstar the, of the Decade? Right. Think of someone who is employed by them now but would never be involved in anything like this at all. Undertaker. No, no, although that is a good shout. I, I, I don't know. Kane? Why would Kane not be... Kane's involved in stuff like this all the time. Mm. Don't be silly. It's Brock Lesnar. Right. Presents Superstar of the Decade. So here's the nominees. Uh, Bret Hart, Triple H, Undertaker, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Mick Foley. It's Austin. It's got to be Austin. It is Austin. Yeah. Not there. No. <laughs> yeah. Not there. Does Goldust not win an award? Don't know. I guess we'll find out later. Uh, moment number five is Steve Austin versus Mike Tyson. Wait, so they do half. Superstar of the Decade like in the middle of the show? Yeah, well, he's not there, is he? So it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, match of the Decade is there for no obvious reason. Uh, has no presenter. Match of the Decade. Right, bearing this. Match of the Decade on Raw. Oh, okay. Match of the whole decade. All of Raw. Here's the nominees. TLC 2002. Is that Triple the one where Jericho and Ben Waller are in the match? No, that's the SmackDown one in 2001. Okay. Uh, Triple H against Cactus Jack falls count anywhere. Jeff Hardy versus Undertaker in a ladder match. Stone Cold against Kane. Not what? after King at Ring. I assume so. Okay. Is that is that it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can I could the, probably think of way more better matches. The <laughs> only ones that I can vividly remember from that is Jeff Hardy versus Undertaker. Um, but I still don't think that would be the match of the first decade of Raw, but that's the only one I can... Like, the TLC, the one I remember that was on TV, was the one that was on SmackDown, clearly. Well, the TLC that was on Raw was... Right, I'm going to try and do this off the top of my head now. Because it was all half of each team, wasn't it, from the previous one? So it was... Uh, right, it was Jeff... I'm going to say it was Jeff Hardy and RVD. It was Hurricane and Kane, so actually they went. Uh, Bobber Dudley and Spike Dudley and Christian and Chris Jericho. I'm going to say it was that. I'm going to go for Jeff Hardy. I don't don't believe it, but I'm going to go for Jeff Hardy Undertaker. I agree with you. The very fact that I brought up so much about TLC 2002 should have told you that it was TLC 2002, but uh, it was that. Again, no obvious reason. I I can list more matches from like the first year. The following matches were not included. Uh, Shawn Michaels against Marty Jannetty. 
uh, British Bulldog against Owen Hart. Um, yeah, but I can see why that's not. But well, yeah, Ben and Jericho against the two-man power trip. Bearing in mind at this point that like, yeah, that yeah. hadn't happened. Uh, RVD against Jeff Hardy in the ladder match. Bret Hart against One Two Three Kid. None of these. Yeah. None of these mentioned. Or oh, One Two Three Kid versus Razor Ramon. Yep, not mentioned. Uh, Mister Perfect versus Ric Flair when Ric Flair left the WWE. Moment number four, uh, being well above the WCW thing, but good news, DX are back. Guess what it is. That's right. Oh, I've got a truck. I'm going. It looks a bit like a tank. I'm going to Nitro. It's moment number four. Moment number three is Rock challenging Hulk Hogan for WrestleMania. Can I just say about that DX thing? Yeah. At the time, that was so cool. I'm sure it was. Let me just say that. Yeah. Because we do rip it, yep. and everybody rips it, because they do overplay it. But it was really cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Moment number two is Roy's Owen. Which feels really sort of at odds with everything else. Yeah, it depends. It depends what, how you're presenting these moments. Yeah. Number one, then, but the, yeah, um, number one is uh, Austin driving the beer truck. Okay, yeah. Like, uh, uh, do you know who presented that award? Uh, Not JR. to Austin, obviously. Jr. No. Uh, Vince. No. Linda. No. Carlito. No. Although closer with Carlito than anyone else. Chris Masters. Carlito. You, Eugene, what are you about then? No, yeah. similar name. Edge. Okay. Just Edge. <laughs> Edge is here, everyone. Here's the best moment ever. Bye. And that's the end of the show. Raw 10, everyone. Wait, so... oh, I thought there were different awards. Well, they are the awards. That was it. Because there was a figure line which was the raw 10th anniversary figure line that's why i was like i'll put my phone down lads i've got this it had a, Je- <laughs> it had a jeff hardy in it a gold dust jerry the king lawler stone cold steve austin uh i want to say a triple h mate there was one very brief montage that had gold dust in i don't even think he was mentioned on the rest of the show okay triple h is in a bunch of stuff because yeah, obviously there was, there was, was definitely three yeah. so there was definitely a gold dust and jerry lawler in that line because that's how i got them figures because lawler they was one of the hosts so yeah but i just assumed that yeah i just assumed that they were linked to the awards clearly not <laughs> no should we do a good one then because that one was pretty terrible raw 1000 was a good one what happened on raw 1000 raw 1000 is where cm punk decided like the beginning of cm punk getting marty Basically. Is that when you did his your two your arms are too short to box with God? Uh, That's a good line. I don't know if it was. Okay. Maybe it was. All I know is it was when CM Punk properly turned heel, even though I'm pretty confident and me building up to it by that point anyway. I seem to remember I thought he was a bit like and also a lot of people liked him so they weren't booing him, they were cheering him. But basically it's when he attacks the rock. Okay. Um and turns himself properly heel. Do you know what else happens on Raw One Thousand? DX are back. Oh, I'm sure they were. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about them. That might even have been one where uh, where they were all back because I think by that point, you know, yeah, well, I think it was Billy Gunn and Road Dogs Return. Was that the one where they'd like yeah, finally, think, you know? Yeah, I think they all came back for that. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more in terms of uh, Daniel Bryan and his wedding. <laughs> was that? One? Was that? Oh one? yeah. Yep. Daniel Bryan and AJ Lee getting married. Yeah. AJ was also as as seems to be customary on these anniversary shows. The Miz won a title. <laughs> the Miz beat Christian to become the Intercontinental Champion. Is this the one where he had Ric Flair with him? Uh, yes. Any one with the figure four? Maybe. I don't know. What I do know is it was also John Cena's cash-in. You know, John Cena was the first person. 
I should clarify, not the first person to lose because he did not lose. The first person not to win the cash-in of the money in the bank. Okay. Uh, against CM Punk because CM Punk got disqualified when Big Show attached John Cena or something. So he actually did win, but didn't. By DQ. Yeah. Um, he did win the belt. <laughs> right. Undertaker and Kane reunited. Who did they give simultaneous tombstone pile drivers to? Uh, 3MB. No. Two, two members of 3MB. No, there's only two people. Although, let me think. Hold on. No, he wasn't in 3MB. No. Someone that's, one of them is employed now. In fact, they're both employed now, but one of them doesn't go by the same name. Um, although he goes by a name that he had before. Right. So they're both employed now, right? Okay. One of them has recently held a title. As recently as you saw him win the title, Daryl. So that now is it right, Daryl? I saw him win the title. You did. So, okay. Well, let's just go through WrestleMania quick. So... I know it's quick, yeah. yeah. Right, so, <laughs> That's impossible. So, uh, so Seth Rollins won the Universal title, but yeah. he won't be Seth Rollins. He's not had a different name. Um, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. But there you go, Kurt Hawkins. Well done, because I'm not waiting any longer. Um, the, the Major Brothers. Was Kurt Hawkins was one of them. No, it wasn't the Major oh. Brothers. So Zack Ryder oh, is not Tyler the Rex. No? No, I wish, though. That would be great. I don't even know how this other person was in the ring. but uh, Hornswoggle. No, it's someone who's <laughs> currently employed under a previous... So basically, he took over a gimmick from someone and that person left and now he's that gimmick again. Oh, it's a Sin Cara, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Hunico. what was it called? Hunico, Hunico. yeah. Hunico. There's a Hunico and Undertaker, Undertaker and Kane Tombstone and Kurt Hawkins and Hunico. See, the difference is if Undertaker walked up to Hunico and said, do you want to go? Hunico would have knocked him out. <laughs> it was Kane against Jinder Mahal um, and then Kurt Hawkins, Tyler Rex, Hunico, Camacho and... Drew McIntyre all came out to so, try and fight. Sorry, him. Gray, you said that name wrong. Yeah, but this is previous Drew McIntyre, so I don't. No, no. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Jinder. Jinder Mahal. In a sorry, long while. Right. Mah- oh my God, what am I doing? Jinder Mahal. We've we not Jinder talk Mahal about him in a long, long time. It's Undertaker's first appearance since WrestleMania 28. Can we win Jinder Mahal, WWE champion? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, of course I do. This was <laughs> also the oh, show, by the way. About that. About that. Do you know that Seth Rollins' title reign uh, drew less money and less people went to house shows uh, during that reign than the Jinder Mahal title reign? That's amazing. Also, not not surprising at all. Seth but, Rollins but, is terrible. But it's also it's like as a percentage because obviously like the Jinder Mahal title reign was longer than the Seth Rollins title reign. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the show where Heath Slater was challenging all legends in the previous week, and they all came out. Oh yeah, because Sid were here. Yeah, so it was Sid. Who else was it? Vader. Vader. Animal. Yep. Lita. Yep. APA. Yep. Is there somebody else? There are one, two, three, four, five the more. Two, out, five Sword more, two of whom. Yep, there you go. Two, of, One of whom now was on the show this week. Ted DiBiase. Nope. One of them was on AEW show. Jericho. Nope. The legends, Malenka. mate. Come on. Goldust. No. no, no, none of them. No. Don't be silly. No. Mm. Billy Gunn. No. You know, he was in the DX segment. Yeah. I don't know. It was Diamond Dallas Page was one of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Doink, Bob Backlund, and one of them was on Raw on Monday. Wasn't medically allowed to put his ass in someone's face. <laughs> Rikishi. Rikishi, how did you manage to get that one? That was difficult. Well done. Good. Is this the thing where Vader fell over as well? Oh, no, that was the... No, uh, that was... That was Cyber that Sunday. Was si- or... That was Taboo Tuesday. Yeah. No, it, was, it wasn't even Cyber Sunday. It was Taboo Tuesday. <laughs> oh, and also uh, Triple H came back to call out Brock Lesnar. Because this is pre-Brock Lesnar breaking the street, so it's just normal Brock Lesnar getting paggered by people. Oh, and Bret Hart was a guest announcer for that Christian that Christian and uh, uh, Miz match, incidentally. Yeah. 
And then the event, like I said, the main event was uh, CM Punk not losing his title to uh, John Cena, and then John Cena come come to have a fight with Big Show, and then uh, CM Punk hit the Rock with a go to sleep and turned him heel, and got really, 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 really mardy about that because he was going to sell so much merch. Was he? No. Okay. Also, I'm not being funny, but the CM Punk turning heel on the Rock. He's not going to stop the people who would buy his merch from uh, buying his merch. And CM Punk was always a much better heel. Well, exactly. He's his just, best runs in WWE was a heel. Yeah, but he was making so much money on top as a babyface, Dan. Even though people were absolutely sick of him as a babyface by this point. Mm. And he was just generally heelish all the time anyway because he was him. <laughs> Great. So these that reunion, one was decent enough. These reunion shows and all that. They're a mixed bag. Who's going to be on Raw 30? That's my question to you. Is that Ryder? Yeah. will still be employed. Well, who's... Okay. Who's going to be on Raw 30 that hasn't... That ha- has had their employment terminated in the meantime? Uh, not necessarily terminated, okay. but Ambrose will be back and it'll be Shield Reunion. Oh, on Raw 30? Because yeah. as soon as that? Yeah. Wow. What is Raw 30? It's a big call. Uh, is it that's well, the thing we didn't talk about in the new no, show. Four years. Go on. Um, Seth Rollins did another interview. Talking yeah, about did, yeah. how yeah, Dean Ambrose is trying to take food off of everyone's table, so he's gonna kill. He's gonna knock him down a peg and all this stuff. Like he's so. Such... I thought we did talk about that. No, no, oh, we, no. We glossed we... over Seth Rollins. Yeah, it's it just adds more to this thing about him being a corporate stooge and all that, doesn't it? Yeah, he really is. Well, he's, he's the cra- he's just shit talking his mate. He? It's... He's not the champ, is he? <sighs> Is but he's the he's the he's the man. He's the guy. No, he's the man's man. He's the, he's the man's man. He is actually the man's man. That's on a t-shirt and everything. <sighs> but yeah, the, these reunion shows, like out the ones we did, some good, some bad. You said this week's was good. I thought it was fine. Yeah, um, they're a fun thing, but you've just got to you've got to get the balance right of things, haven't you? You've got to progress. Like I think the reason that one was so good, the last one we did, was because they progressed current storylines rather than they had the segments where the legends came back in, but it was mainly focused on what was going on now. Whereas that's the thing that normally lets those shows down that they focus too much on the legends and at the expense of the current roster. I mean, let's be very clear: the thing that really lets them down is this DX. Yeah. <laughs> that's always the worst part because it goes on way too long and no one cares. And sometimes it's in the Manhattan Center. <laughs> Turns yeah. out they've had more reunions than Kiss. They really have. Like they're basically wrestling's kiss at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Complete with black and white when they've got uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash with them. But not Hulk Hogan, I notice, because you know black and white, you can't really, you know. He's not happy with half of that equation. Well, no, exactly. Even though he is actually neither of those things. <laughs> and that's it for the Royal Gumble for this week. Uh, if you want to hear our own reunion specials, you can go back and listen to the archive on uh, uh, Spotify and all bunch of other websites that are good. You can find us on Twitter, Royal Grumble Pod. You don't forget to go to facebook.com slash Royal Grumble. Uh, RoyalGrumble.co.uk is where you find the latest episodes of the show. And that is it. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, everybody.